and Luke. And now we come to the thrilling final episode of our radio drama. Ron Wolfley. Yeah, baby, bring it on! Luke Lipinski. The great Luke Lipinski. You're <laughs> devaluing the word great if you follow with Luke Lipinski. <laughs> Wolf and Luke. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. All right, here we go. The fourth and final hour of the show. Wolf, don't hold up the four on the sideline. All the rookies do that during the preseason. That's right, Bowie. You know better than that. Flash the four. Hey, where where have you been the first, second, and third? So there's TB12, Tom Brady. Tommy! And then there's TC, Tom Chambers. Yes. Who to this day still will not tell you the exact location of his ranch. <laughs> because when it hits 119 here in the valley, like it's going to do for the second straight day, and we've had 110 plus for like 25 straight days, he fears that you're going to show up at his doorstep. No, he doesn't. Tommy, how are we doing? Well, I had to come to Wolf's doorstep because I, I miss him so much. <laughs> I'm weathering this. I'm weathering this. Are you kidding me? How do you guys do this? I know. I know. Uh, We don't want to hear about it. You and the ranch. Hey, Tommy, I do want to ask you this right here, though. When when you are on the ranch, I mean, do you put the cowboy hat on and everything? Do you you go full-on cowboy? You know, when I get on the horse, I do a lot because I don't have to duck under doorways, you know. (laughs) So it's a little easier, you know, then. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I throw it on when it's not too bad. But, yeah, I've been... I've been a high of seventy up on the mountain, and I drove down here for a for a little endorsement. You know, I'm starting to be the you know the Ron Wolfley of Arizona, and and, uh, <laughs> and, and, and and I'll tell you what, this this ain't no fun. My dogs are like, Dad, you should have just left us at the cabin. Okay, this is this is. Oh no! Oh boy, Tommy. Well, that's it. That was karma, I guess, right there. You Tommy, know, are uh, you there? Oh, let me tell you, Tommy. Can you hear me? Tom Chambers at six foot ten is a walking neck injury. Okay, first off, at six foot ten, you got to worry about all those low bridges. Obviously, yeah. I saw him at a charity yeah. event within the last year, and he gave me a shout out. And I turned around and then looked straight up at six foot ten Tom Chambers. Yeah, buddy. and I got a stinger myself. So you know, you got to be careful. You got to be careful with these tall guys. So well, that's why that's why you call yourself Polly Pencil Neck. You got that little pencil neck. That's right. You know, and it just it kind of kind of throws itself out of whack there again. You know, that's right. Okay, before we get to the Sons here, tough guy Tom Chambers. There's a lot of there's a lot of tension here. There's tension between the two of us. There's definitely tension between me and Wolf. I want to know how it's going to play out between Draymond Green and Chris Paul. Draymond Green oh. is on the record on a podcast saying, "Yeah, you're right. I've said publicly I don't like Chris Paul, but we're adults and we're going to make it work. Can it work with the Warriors?" Well, it's working for his followers because you keep talking about that crap. You know, oh. I mean, he, just, he just he just he just wants to stir that stuff up. They'll get along great. I mean, I I mean, Wolf's had it in his in his career where there's a guy you just can't stand yeah. to play against. I hated Danny Ainge, great teammate. I hated Carmelo, <laughs> great teammate. Okay, so they're going to be just fine. The only thing I I think Draymond is going to not like the fact that somebody else on the team can actually. Uh, initiate the offense, set people up, and, and, and make passes to scores because Draymond's taken pride in that for a very long period of time, and Chris is actually better at it. Draymond knows that team better 
But Chris knows how to facilitate better than even Draymond. Yeah, for me, Tommy, it was Pepper Johnson. Okay, Pepper Johnson. That was the guy. <laughs> oh, you got okay. Don't get me sidetracked. Okay, the the off season talk because I haven't had a chance to talk to you. Um, since all of this has gone down because of my summer sabbatical that I was on this off season right now, how do you characterize it? What are your thoughts on it? it, it it's, it's hard to even fathom. Yes. You know, the, 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 the money, the players, the talent. I've always loved Bradley Bill. You know, uh, who doesn't love Kevin Wilder? Some people are hating, but not his game. I mean, uh, you know, Devin Booker. I mean, that that those three guys... I thought, you know what, we can sign up anybody, you know, and we'll be fine. But then they go out there and they sign really energetic, good, you know, guys that are going to just be perfect fit for for them. So, man, I'll tell you what, Matt Ishbia, I mean, he's letting it fly. I mean, it's like Jerry when he he set up the 2001 Diamondbacks and just paid everybody came to town they won a championship. And I absolutely love what – uh, Matt is doing here, you know, what James Jones is doing, how they're, you know, talking people in here to come play for essentially minimum wage, which is more than I made in my maximum wage. But you know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, uh, it, it's pretty crazy stuff. I mean, you want crazy. Matt Ishby is knocking down his own 22,000 square foot house and four other houses to build a 60,000 square foot house <laughs> slash amusement park. So how about that? Tom Chambers, our guest here. Uh, now, here's- am, I, am I supposed to believe what you're saying here now? Is this is this is this the Pauly funny hour? No, is, that's is, straight is that, out of that really happened. That's right out of the Detroit Free Press. He's going to be building that house slash estate slash amusement park. In fact, they've already started construction, I believe, in the metro Detroit area. So. Uh, that's made headlines, no doubt. As uh, all right, here's my question. Okay. Okay. What is your biggest question right now with this roster? And would it be the point guard spot in particular? Because I think we're all wondering: can they go point book all season long through the postseason? No, I, I don't believe they can do that the entire time. But it's going to be a lot to do with matchups. I don't worry so much about facilitating the offense because KD can do that, Book can do that, I mean, Bradley can do that. I worry more about who's going to guard that little quick point guard, mm. you know? That's what I worry about more from that side of it. But as far as initiating the offense, any of them can do it. You see teams, you know, Yoki's dribbles the ball up, starts, you know, you know, whoever it is, they just bring the ball up and they can go into a nice motion offense. So I'm not worried about that, you know, point book. I really am not. Um, I'm just, I'm just worried about, okay, who's going to, who's going to be that guy who picks up and, and then slows this other, you know, point guard down. Tommy, do you think DeAndre Ayton is going to be a son at the end of the season? Well, you know what? I, you know, DeAndre has always been that guy who has talked to talk, you know, and it always sounds good, and I always believe him. Yeah. And it's like that boy who cried wolf. You know, how many times are you going to cry wolf? No, no, no pun intended. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's like how many. But, you know, what I'm reading now, he's actually reading the outside noise rather than just all of his back slappers. He, he actually seen that there's a lot of doubt. I mean, I believe that he would have been traded if they would have got what they felt, you know, you know, was fair in, in compensation. But he's here, and that's maybe the best alternative of all of it because D.A. at his best is better than anybody else's sons could have gone and got. It's just a matter if he wants to go out there and perform. I don't want to hear the answers like, I don't even know what a motor is. I run on Tesla. I don't want to hear that crap anymore. You know, obviously he knows what's going on. And right now, you know, maybe a change in the scenery at the head coaching position will – 
will ignite that consistently from him. But D.A.'s a talented guy. He's a good guy. Yep. He just has to prioritize. You know, that effort is something that he needs to bring all the time. All right, and that's my question is the head coach equation right now. I want to see it under Frank Vogel. I've been on the record for months now saying I don't think they're going to get enough. They didn't get enough, according to you, and it makes sense. Okay, so now with Frank Vogel and the way Frank Vogel values the big man and the rim protector, what can he get out of DeAndre? And I personally want to see it, but is it realistic, you think, that he could be a different player under a different head coach? He can be a different player, absolutely. But even if he's what he has been with more effort, a double-double machine, that's pretty good. But let me just say this to you, Paulie. They got two guys. I'll tell you what. Eubanks from Portland and, and Bol Bol, they both are in the top 20 in the league in block shots in 20 minutes a game. Mm. 20. Wow. So there will be guys that will protect the rim if D.A. chooses not to do that. I think D.A. is more of a forward. I mean, I, I think he likes that. I don't think he wants to go in there and bang and do all that kind of stuff. We all want him to bang and bruise and, you know, create, you know, havoc, carnage, whatever you want to say. I don't know that that's his makeup, but he can he can be a difference maker, no question about it. He can catch, he can shoot. But they've brought in a couple of guys that are going to be rim protectors. And so I, I believe that D.A. will play better, but if he chooses not to play better, he's going to be on a shorter leash. Yeah, and you, other guys are going to get opportunities. Tommy, I just got a few seconds. As a matter of fact, I don't, but I'm going to ask you anyways. Bull, bull. How much do you expect him to really impact this team coming up? I love that human being. I mean, I loved his daddy so much. He was one of my favorite people ever. Um, you're going to love him, Wolf. He can handle, he can shoot, he can play. He hasn't really been given the opportunity. When he was playing really well last year, they had a, you know Bancaro who they had to play at that position. So I believe he's really good. This guy could have been the number one pick in the draft if he wouldn't have got hurt out of Oregon. He's got that skill set. If nothing else, Chet Holgram and uh, and Victor Wimby, when you say that three times, Paul, um, <laughs> just um, call him Wimby. Wimby. Yeah, Wimby. They're in trouble because we've got a matchup for him, okay? All right, so among the things we've learned, Manute Ball, one of Tom Chambers' favorite people, Danny Ainge, not so much. <laughs> that, you know what? And, and, and the thing is, even when he was on my team and he left, and he left John Paxson, Thinking he's gonna go block Michael Jordan's shot. That made me hate that made me hate him even more. You know oh my All goodness. Right, no, Tommy, enjoy yeah. that cowboy hat. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank All you, right. buddy. There you go.